Welcome back to another episode of Dear Single Mom. I'm your host, Clarion Brown. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. Today, boy, do I have a special, special treat in store for you guys on today. I'm super duper excited. I even have my notepad and pen ready to take notes because today we are going to be talking about sex. Yes, I said it. We are going to be talking about sex and how to abstain while you're waiting for marriage um, because it gets hard out here. Yes, we're Christians, okay, but we're still human too at the end of the day. So today I have a special, special guest joining me on today. I have the lovely Miss Misha Davis. She is a single mom of two beautiful children. Uriah, who is 18, Nevaeh, who is 14, and two fur babies. She's the founder of Sisters in Sanctity, a women's ministry geared towards supporting, encouraging, and inspiring other women in the faith. She holds a Master's of Science degree in Human Services with a specialization in social community services and is currently pursuing a doctoral degree in public health. Well, all right, girl. In her spare time, she enjoys traveling, photography, crafting, and relaxing on beaches in Florida where she currently resides. Misha's daily inspirations, words of encouragement, and affirmations originate from her personal testimonies, experiences with love, relationships, failures, battles, and personal triumphs. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, please help me give a virtual welcome to Misha Davis. One thing that's very special to me and that drew me to her was one day she was on live talking about just a little bit about her personal story and how she's abstaining and is still currently abstaining. And it really blessed me. And as I was asking the Lord, who should I have? Um, you know, to talk about this topic and she placed, he placed Misha on my heart because the live really blessed me. And I said, well, if it blessed me, I know it can bless so many other women in the faith because let's real, it's not easy abstaining from sex while you're married because at the end of the day, God has the hormones and everything like that. And we still have them no matter who you are, no matter how saved and sanctified you are you still get those feelings and that desire to want to have sex. And so without further ado, please, please help me give a virtual welcome to Misha Davis. Misha, how are you today? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much good. for joining us today. We are super excited to have you here um, on today Absolutely. to just share your wisdom and to help us out because Right. <laughs> uh, some of us out here struggling and it's hard. Listen, <laughs> the struggle is very real. Do you hear it me? It is very real. <laughs> Tell us a little what is your story, Misha? How do you do it all? Please share with us. Okay, so I'm going to go back to when I first started having sex uh -huh. um, because I started having sex very early. Um, I was a few days shy of my 14th birthday. Uh, when I lost my virginity. And so from that point on, 
it was just a struggle. And um, I hit a downward spiral um, and I became very promiscuous after a very bad breakup. I was in a relationship from my high school uh, years up throughout my freshman year in college. And we ended up um, breaking up. And so after that breakup, um, I just went crazy with it. And I didn't discriminate. Um, old, young, black, white, single, committed, married, separated. I did it all. Um, and um, I started using sex to really cope mm-hmm. with the heartache from that relationship. Um, but then I started using it just to cope um, in general. Um, and so I didn't care about the men I was with. I, I never loved any of them. I just used them to cope with whatever I was going through in life. And so this was the behavior that caused me to become pregnant at 21 um, and then again at 25. And so I've been a single mom, you know, since my first pregnancy. But that was what led me to being, a, you know, a single parent. Wow. So that's my story. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, so many of times when um, when we're in that place, because my story is actually very similar. After I lost my virginity, I wowed it out too. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that so many of times that when we don't have that connection, because for me personally, my parents didn't talk to me about it at all. Right. Um, right. And so when you're in that place and you don't have that that knowledge of what it is and what to do mm-hmm. and, you know, things like that, then unfortunately it can lead to those things. And I'm not by any way, any shape or form blaming the parents because my, no, no, no. Yeah. My grandparents didn't know and didn't talk to my parents about it. So in mm-hmm. hindsight, my parents did not speak to me about it because they just did not know mm-hmm. what to do um, at all. So you're single. Mm-hmm. How do you abstain from sex? Um, it took a while and it was trial and error for um, a minute because I was just so accustomed to having sex whenever I wanted to. I had, you know, phone numbers and access to several men, many men. And so um, one of the first things that I really had to do, um, I had to cut off ties from anybody who I knew that I could go to. I had to cut off ties from um, people who, uh, from people, but from the men who um, didn't respect the fact that, you know, I was abstaining. And so when I made the decision to abstain, that was, that was one of the first things that with everybody. Um, And um, it was difficult it's going to be difficult to abstain if you are trying to date or if you're trying to court someone who doesn't um who who doesn't abstain or who doesn't um believe you know that sex should be forbidden until right you marry yeah. um another thing that i had to do i had to ask god to help me and to keep me because what I did for a long time, um, I kept myself through willpower. Um, And so I I had a made up mind that I wasn't going to do it, but it was just me just not doing it. And then when I found myself in situations um, where temptation was, was greater than my Mm -hmm. willpower, I fell. 
And so I had to ask God to help me. And I also had to ask God to help me practice self-control because even when the temptation came, I still had to be in a place where I could go to God and say, okay, God, you know, like this thing is staring me straight in the face. I'm going to need you to make me a little bit stronger and to make me a little bit wiser. And so those were, that was just some of one of the other things that I had to do. Um, But I wanted to go back to what you said about parents not teaching their children. You know, Mm -hmm. when we came up, we didn't, they didn't right. talk about sex. Um, and so no one told me, hey, you know, when you hit around about 13 or 14 years old, now you're going to start feeling these little feelings. Nobody right. told me that. And so here I am, 14, or, you know, 13, 14, and I got all these hormones raging. I didn't know how to deal with that. And so my talk about sex was with my, with my mom was wait until you're married and don't, don't get pregnant. But nobody told me how to avoid those things. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So um, we can't be afraid, especially in this time, because we have social media. We have these children are just exposed to yeah. so much sex. And so we can't be afraid to tell them the real deal about sex. And we can't be afraid um, to not just be just as explicit as we need to be, you know, and make it age appropriate. So these children know um, and they're not blindsided when they hear it at school or when they see it on social media because we've already educated them. So I hope I didn't get you off track, but I wanted to go back to that because that was no, my no, brain. no, that's <laughs> really good. And that's very needful, like you said, especially in this day and time, because even now, is more easier even for young children, exactly. especially to be able to access yep. porn. And at the age, yes. I didn't even find out what <laughs> porn was till I was maybe a young adult. And now, unfortunately, children are hearing okay. about it and seeing about it at the ages of eight, nine, mm-hmm. very early ages. Yep. So it's very, very much needful. Something that I love that you absolutely said was that. Once your willpower ran out, you needed God. That is so important. Mm-hmm. Many of times we think we can do stuff by ourselves, but if we didn't need God yeah. to do it for us, then he didn't have to die on the cross for mm-hmm. us. He didn't even have to come down here. He could exactly. stay next to his father in heaven, just chilling like, yeah, I'm not going to come down here, but we need God. I think that that's so important. And something that you said that, you had to cut off all of the men that you were dealing with who who did not agree with your life decision. Mm-hmm. How drastic was that for you? You know, it was difficult because, you know, going back to when I was 13, almost 14 years old, that was all mm. I knew was men. And so it was the, and, and, you know, I lost my virginity to someone who was 18 mm-hmm. years old. So, you know, he was kind of grown. Um, and so I was so accustomed to having access to these men. And when I wanted a good compliment or when I wanted to hear some type of validation from them or some type of affirmation from them, you know, um, I knew who to go to. And so when I cut ties, I no longer had that. Um, and so I had to face the reality of all of these years of giving my body to these men. Um, and I had to face all of the the trauma that was associated with it because all sex ain't good sex. I don't care what nobody has to say. Um, and so it was a lot of trauma associated 
with that. And so cutting ties meant that I was left mm-hmm. alone. Um, and it put me in a place where I was lonely. And so for a long time, I, I stayed that way. Um, but then the closer I got to Christ and the more my relationship grew, and I've been saved for a long time. I've been saved since I was 15. Um, but I didn't really have a relationship because I grew up where I was taught religion. But I wasn't taught uh, the importance of having a right. relationship. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it, it took mm-hmm. growth and it took me being closer to Christ um, to really come, come to terms with a lot of things that I had done um, over the years with just with just with sex. Um, and another thing that helped me. Um, even just to cope with being alone and not having that access to all these people, I had to find someone to help hold me. Yes, yes. Um, And uh, to me, and I think that's a big deal, um, even now, because you hit on something earlier um, when you said, you know, that these feelings are natural. And I, I, I hate when I hear single women tell another single woman or just ask God to take them feelings away from you. And I'm like, no, he, God gave right. us these feelings. We just, we, we, we've misused them. Um, and the world has really mm-hmm. perverted it, has perverted sex, but God gave right. us these feelings. And so, you know, even now after, you know, I, I've learned to abstain, I w- I'm not going to sit up here and lie and say that I don't have those feelings because I would be lying to everybody right. if I did. But what helps is when I have someone I can go to and I say, look, girl, girl, I seen that Negro today and yeah. I was struggling and, and, and I need you to, I, you know, how do I get past this? You know, I need you to pray right. for me, um, you know, and the temptation is great. So I need, I need prayer. And, and just, be, and the biggest thing is to be honest mm-hmm. with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself because a lot of times we'll try to sugarcoat. We'll try to um, make it seem like it's not a big deal. But, you know, sex is yes. a big deal. And even the way we feel about it is a big deal. And even the feelings. It's, it's, and I, I, I think about some women because I know I know about five or six women that are in their 30s and they're virgins. Wow. And I'm like do you know how blessed you are because you don't even know what it's right. like. So you can't miss it when you don't, when you, when you right. never had it, but when you had it, that's when, and when you've had a lot of it, yeah. it's a struggle. And so find somebody that you can talk to, find somebody that you can be honest and straight up with. That's not going to judge you and be like, child, she over the time she want to have sex, but she says she's saved. No, I'm still saved and I'm still sanctified, but I still got feelings right. too. <laughs> So, yes, um, that is so amazing. I mean, personally, for me, I know that if I had the opportunity to go back, I probably would have waited. But, you know, thank God, you know, all things work together for the good. But that is so powerful. Accountability is so needful especially being a single woman out here because like you said it gets extremely hard and I don't care what it is whether if it's your finances you eating trying to have a healthier lifestyle accountability is so so important and it keeps you it is it really does keep you and like you Mm -hmm. said when you have somebody that's stronger than you and that has been that's been where you've been 
and that whom you trust. That's very important because you have to make sure that when you have that accountability person or persons, whichever, how many you decide that for one, that they are safe and that they're trustworthy. Yes. Because like you said, you can't tell everybody your business everybody is not right. going to be on your side and to pray for you and say, all right, girl, you've been doing a great job. Let's pray. This is the scripture. Right. Don't go back. So I think that that's very, very um, important and needful. Do you happen to have any scripture references that you can share with us that you go to when you do get those feelings or something that you just say that really, really helps you come back? when you do get those sexual feelings and hormones raging? So, um, I don't necessarily have a scripture uh -huh. that I go to. Um, but a lot of, now I don't say a lot of times, but there are times when, you know, I'm hit hard with mm -hmm. those feelings. And sometimes I just have to, and I mean, I'll be, and it'll be in the middle of the night, and it'll wake me up wow. out of sleep. <laughs> and I have to get up and I walk my hallways and I just pray um, because I don't want those feelings to um, to consume me. Yes. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so I just pray. And sometimes I have to call on the name of Jesus until it's until I'm just I'm good. And I'm, I'm back in my place where I need to be. Um, but um a favorite scripture or scriptures that I actually go to. I don't, I don't necessarily have anything. I just pray. I read, um, one of my favorite scriptures. I can, I can probably give you that is, um, seek ye first mm -hmm. the kingdom. And to me, that's so important because a lot of times I think single women get fixated on the fact that we, we're, we're lonely. Mm -hmm. Um, and we get fixated on the fact that we don't yeah. have anybody. And we want to be with somebody. And so I remember at one point, I loneliness almost consumed my wow. whole mind uh, because that was all I could think about was I don't have anybody and I'm lonely and I'm by myself. And it used to just weigh on me so heavy. And then I got to thinking one day, I was like, you know what? Like, there's stuff I could really be doing. And I had a, a older lady come to me and um, she told me, she said, baby, she said, you're not as lonely as you mm -hmm. think you are. And when she said that, it, it it was almost like the weight just fell off. And that was probably about four years ago. And I haven't I haven't dealt with loneliness wow. on that level in a very long time. I haven't dealt with loneliness about a man wow. either um, since then. But I haven't dealt with loneliness on that level because I've been able to fix my mind on the kingdom things. And um, and that's where my, my focus is. And so I appreciated those words from her because I needed to hear that. So I think a lot of times if we will focus on mm -hmm. Jesus and focus on our yes. purpose, focus on our goals and, and dreams and aspirations and all of the things that we want to do, um, loneliness and the desire to, to be with someone and to be in a relationship, I think all of that stuff will yes. go away. <laughs> Because our minds will be so so set on what it needs to be said. Right. So yes, that's so good. I was actually just getting ready to say that that fulfilling purpose comes first. No matter even when you do exactly. get in courtship and get married, you still have an individual purpose that God has for you individually. Right. So that still has to be fulfilled because you don't want to get to heaven 
at the right. gates, and he'd say, oh, uh, you didn't do everything I asked you to do. Even when you got married, you completely let that uh, right. consume you, your courtship, your marriage consume you, and you just stop fulfilling your purpose. Uh, I would not want to be at the gates and hearing that. Like, I would just be devastated. So Exactly. Purpose, I, and you know, that's so true. I can say that I can attest to that. That when I personally mm-hmm. stop focusing on God bringing my mate, yes, I still continuously right. spoke it that it's going to come. Right. But when I said, okay, God, what do you want me to do in my single season? What do I need to be focused on while I'm single? What do I need to do? How do I fulfill my purpose? And really, like you said, that really just left me. You know, I don't think that since I've been single, I have not been lonely on Valentine's Day. I'm just my happy old giddy self. Exactly. You know, because sometimes (laughs) that can really consume your mind and you really just get really down and some people fall into a depression. But when you Mm -hmm. are in fulfilling purpose and you're walking with God, really... That really doesn't affect you. And one thing that's really important, I think that as a single woman waiting is that, hey, love on yourself. Date yourself. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like, really? Um, you, I think you asked me earlier if I was single and I was like, does she mean like if I'm married or (laughs) so did you mean, did you mean like married or no? I am I am single as in I'm not married. Okay. However, and I'm gonna give you the long, I'm gonna give you the short version of a very long story. Okay. But um I am actively courting. <laughs> and I have not this is <laughs> this is <laughs> so this is my first so now everybody knows because Praise I, I kinda, Jesus. <laughs> I have kind of cheated around with it on Facebook and I'm like, do I want to put this out there? Do I not want to put it out there? So I just put it out there so everybody knows. Praise Jesus. Courting. And we got it first um, here. Oh, <laughs> Praise Jesus. <laughs> so I'm gonna give you the 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 short story of uh-huh. this, and um, and I'm and I, I'm gonna make a point about what we were just talking about about focusing on God uh-huh. first. So, um, we we were at this thing for a very long time, but what God had to do was He had to separate us for a very long time because had He allowed us to become one early on, it it would have been a, a total disaster mm-hmm. because neither one of us were ready, yeah. um, and so. We had to be separated for a long time. And I didn't understand any of this um, because I wanted what I wanted. When I wanted it, I was one of those people. I still am one of those yeah. people. And I'm still learning how to how to really trust God because I'm a very prideful person. I feel like I can do it on my mm-hmm. own. Okay. So um, he and I um, have reconnected. And I really, I, I look at God and I'm like, you know what? You are so amazing because I see what he had to do. So both of us needed to be saved for real. Not not, not for play mm-hmm. saved, but for real saved. And both of us had to be separated because there was a work for the both of us to do. Had we been together two, three years ago, I would have totally missed my call to single women. Wow. And I say that because I was so, I was, I was, I would have been so focused on relationship. Wow. And I would have been so focused on making sure he was good, making sure we were good. I would have totally missed this call. I would have totally missed the gifts that God has given me. Um, I would have completely 
bypass the platform that he's given me to reach not just single women, but women in general, people all mm-hmm. over. And so I, I recognize that now. Um, and I wanted to make another point with that because I thank God and this, I can't, I cannot stress the importance of Christian women um, dating and I'm not going to even say Christian because a lot of times we say Christian, but sometimes that means something else. I'm going to say this, spirit-filled women um, to date spirit-filled men. Yes. Because when both people are on one accord and they and they have God right there in the center, then they know there's just certain things that we cannot mm-hmm. do. And so he and I, we already know, listen, you know, you all that, but we're going to wait till, till, till the marriage night until, you know, before we sleep together Um, because we both understand the importance of obedience for one. Um, But we don't take grace um, and mercy lightly because we've both through, we've both been through so much um, together. We've both gone through so much just away from each other, apart from each other. And so we don't want to do anything to disappoint God. And so I thank God, the fact, I thank God for the fact that he is saved and spirit filled because I don't have that pressure of, okay, now, you know, like, I really want to please God, but I know, like, okay, I know he going to try me and, and I don't want to tell him no because I really like him. I don't, I don't have, we don't have that to worry about. Right. And so I'm very thankful for that. So I just wanted to put that out there too. Wow. <laughs> Praise God. I'm so excited for you, man. God is so, so faithful. I mm-hmm, mean, he is. I mean, he's so faithful, you know, just even with sharing with your testimony, I too am actively courting. And okay. the young man, <laughs> I know, the young man heard God about me last year. And mm-hmm. if he would have pursued me last year, um, I was a mm-hmm. total mess and a wreck. And yes. after my last relationship, I really just decided to just focus on my purpose, focus on God. And I mean, mm-hmm. it was so beautiful. And just behind the scenes, I'm pretty sure he was just watching me, just watching my right. <laughs> my moves. I really right. deny it. But praise God, I'm so super duper excited for you, man. Man, wow, yes. man. God is just really so faithful. I mean, because your posts are really, not only are they funny, but they're so encouraging. They right. are so, <laughs> so super duper encouraging. Man, my God. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom You're with welcome. us today. Um, you know, I'm taking some notes myself. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I want to say before we close out is that, you know, ladies, like she said, it's important to, for one, not only if a man approaches you, you pray. If you have not heard yes. God, you need to pray. Pray, 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 discern his heart, ask God his heart, you know, and just really pray. Because like she said, if you don't be with somebody that's on the same page as you, it's going to fail. It's it's not Mm -hmm. going to Mm -hmm. work. I'm sorry to say that, but that's just the real of the real. And I've Mm -hmm. known that Mm -hmm. from previous experiences when I've been saved and a Christian and tried to get with somebody and they'd be like, oh, no, I'm not abstaining until I'm married. No, you you can't do that. You have to be with somebody that's like that. And even if it takes you being some heavy boundaries and you setting those boundaries, if he can't Mm -hmm. respect those boundaries of you waiting and the things that you have to do in order to abstain, then he got to go. 
I, I mean, yes. just point blank, period. And God will bring you somebody who understands all of that. And so for me personally, as I was telling my mate, like, yo, I can't hang out with you past midnight. I'm sorry, but that's just one of mm-hmm. the things that sometimes late at night I get triggered. So past midnight, we can't hang out. And he was like, right. you know what? I understand. That's totally fine with me. I get it. Get you somebody who's going to be like that, ladies, because that's important. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, leave that brother in the dust. If he can't be on one accord with you, leave him. And God will bring somebody who will definitely um, respect you. Miss Misha Davis. Wow. God is so yes, faithful. Ma'am. I'm so in awe of God <laughs> right now. I really am. How can people reach you or be able to just follow you or connect with you if they want to? I'm so dry on social media. Like, I try to use Instagram (laughs) and Twitter, but it's just like, (laughs) you know, I said I was going to do better this year with Twitter and Instagram, but I'm just come on to Facebook, y'all. And um, I'm Misha Davis on Facebook. Send me a request, follow, and that's normally where a majority of my posts are. Okay. So. All right. Can you tell people how to spell your name just in case they don't know? Sure. Misha is M-I-S-H-A and last name Davis, D-A-V-I-S. Listen, y'all, seriously, if y'all want some good laughs throughout the week, y'all better (laughs) go and connect with her as a friend. This lady, woman of God, is hilarious. She posts some of the most hilarious stuff. Like, most of my posts that I'm seeing are from her that I'm just laughing at. Man, they're so funny. She's so joyful, and her heart is so pure, and it's amazing how you can see that and feel that through social media. And so, praise God for that. Um, as I get ready to close out, you guys can reach me on Facebook at Clarion Brown, C-L-A-R-I-O-N Brown. My personal Instagram page is Clarion B underscore. I also have a website. I'm also a personal stylist. If you would like to connect with me that way, my website is www.clarion, C L A R. I-O-N-D-E-N-I-S-H-A dot com. If you would like to connect with me as far as a sponsorship or to be a guest, or if you just have some topics or suggestions and questions that you would like to discuss, feel free to reach out via messenger on social media with me. And I'll be happy to connect with you and to hear your suggestions and your topics. If there's something that you're struggling with, please reach out to me so that we can be a platform to help you because this platform is to help you. I know that as a single mother, it's not easy, especially, you know, walking with Christ is not easy. And so I want to let you know that I'm here for you. I've asked God for the people to come on this show and be able to assist me in different areas. So, you know, I just really just want to impact your life and allow God to use me to help you. So if I can, in any shape, form or fashion, just reach out to me on social media. Definitely looking forward. If these podcast has blessed you, leave a comment, message me. I love to hear testimonies. And so, with that being said, Misha, can you please close us out in, in prayer? 
<laughs> now you done got me on this one. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am, but I will. I'll be obedient. Okay. Um, Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you for this moment because um, we know that there are a lot of women who are battling this thing and they want to be obedient to you, but they don't know how. So I just pray, God, that the interview on today and even whatever Clarion continues to bring forth uh, through this podcast, I pray, God, that it will break the strongholds and I pray God that it will destroy the yokes over so many lives God I pray God that you will bring the women I pray God that you will open up their hearts and minds so that they can hear uh, what's being spoken I pray Lord that whoever comes her way God that they will be spirit filled and anointed God to walk with her and to carry what she's carrying in the mighty name of Jesus God we pray God that you will bring the women to her God so that she can minister through this podcast so that she can minister God through her businesses. And God, I pray that you will touch her and that you will touch touch those around her and that you will touch the businesses, God. And I pray, God, that you will bless the ideas that she has, Lord. I pray, God, that you will continue to stir up the gifts, God, that are in her. And I pray, God, that they will all manifest, God, in due timing, Jesus. We ask you for all of these many blessings, God. We ask you, God, for your favor. We thank you, God, for grace and for mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. You are so welcome. Absolutely. It was truly a pleasure. I would love to have you back. Please come back. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Thank you so much. We definitely look forward to having you guys. And until next time, guys, you guys have a blessed, blessed weekend. And until the next episode, God bless you. We love you.